time for the April 8th, 2011 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review. A freeform match of current events broadcasting from the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM on the campus of the Sprinkly University of California at Irvine. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And uh, Mahler's. Come here, Mahler. Come on. Come on, boy. That's a good boy. Oh, Mahler. Come here, buddy. All right. He does calm down right away. That's what I like about him. Once you you rub his tummy, he really does just calm down quickly. There he goes. There you go. Bye. What's he got in his mouth? Is that yours? Yeah, that was mine. I've been looking for that. Mahler. You should stop wearing those. (laughs) Well... (laughs) I like them, and yeah. they're comfortable. I mean, you know, you just have to get used to it. Hmm. Um, I uh, want to let's talk a little news. Want to talk some news today? Sure, why not? Why not? Uh, in Japan, you know, we sort of this is kind of slid off the front page. Oh, that whole Libyan, Japan? yeah, the Libyan, gonna shut down the government and stuff. But Japan sent a seven point one earthquake yesterday. Shook some, yeah. th- shook some well, people. Apparently, there was no damage, is what I heard. Right. right. Nobody. Apparently How can you have was, a seven point one earthquake with no damage? Well, at this point, it was in a. Maybe it was the uh, center of. The it was epicenter. It was offshore. Yeah. And it wasn't. It was deeper reason. than the one that had occurred yeah. before, so there was less sort of rippling. Yeah. Less shaking, but nonetheless, seven point one. That happened in Southern California. We'd be talking about it for the next twenty five years, but yeah, but offshore. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Yeah, um, but it it did uh, it was uh, it certainly raised some concerns about what's going on in uh, with regard to the uh, Fukushima Daiichi uh, nuclear power plants and what what a kind of an effect it's having on them trying to get that situation under control. The Japanese government has extended the original twelve point four evacuation zone based on an assumption of a short term radiation exposure risk. Uh, so they've expanded that, and it doesn't even say how far, but they've made it bigger. How's that? That's that's crazy. Why wouldn't they see how much further? Anyway, they're 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 deciding. Yeah, they, they're kind of going the opposite way that I'd go with evacuation zones. You know, after something happens, hmm. and it's the most lethal, don't you have a bigger evacuation? You would zone? think instead of kind of just gradually make it making it bigger after, you know, weeks. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Let's yeah. get everybody out of here. And Don't then, you want to panic all at once? Yeah, and, th- and then kind of retract rather yeah. than going oh oh oh, oh no oh my god oh, <laughs> ah, ah! you know? Don't you when, uh, when something bad happens? Don't you just yeah react yeah. immediately? I yeah. guess they were trying to be calm and collected during the nine yeah point, point one, one earthquake. earthquake. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, as much as you can be calm and collected, and they did. I mean, this How is can the, you possibly this, do that. This is a nation that is the most prepared nation on the planet for major earthquakes. Yeah. Um, the and, shorelines drop three feet in some places because of the earthquake. That's that's why it jumped over. They they figured in the one one town uh, it was a thirty foot wave coming in. And they had a 30-foot retaining wall. And they yeah. thought, oh, no problem. Yeah. Well, the wave went over the retaining wall. Why is that? Because the shoreline dropped three oh feet. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Wow. Well, some more fun facts. Um, there is some real concern about reactors number one and number two right now. According to a Massachusetts Democratic uh, Congressman Ed Markey, he's been told that reactor number two core had melted through the containment vessel. So he says he got that information from the U.S. Regulatory Commission. Um, last week, 
the they dumped 11,000 tons of radioactive water into the ocean while it while it was attempting to cool the reactor. I don't know which reactor this was. But uh, the water leaking from the pit is 10,000 times more radioactive than water normally found at a nuclear power plant. Um, so it's uh, 11,000 tons of water, 10,000 times more radioactive than you would want it to be. Um, what th- does that mean? I, I don't know. If, yeah. does, that, does it disperse in the ocean? Does it effen- essentially, does it, is it a toxic plume moving yeah. across the water? Because, I mean, a CAT scan is 10,000 at least times greater than exposure to a microwave. That doesn't mean you don't get a CAT scan. You know, you know. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. What's ten thousand times? I don't know. I don't know. I have a feeling that this is unsafe. Yeah, it's just something too, that tells but me, I, but that I don't know. These figures sometimes, though. The I way, know. You know how I know how people in the media like well, us exaggerate things. Okay, the water like, being, I, you know, or, or they they just go for statistics rather right. than explain to you. Okay, usually you can drink a glass of water from a uh, a nuclear facility, mm-hmm. and. Generally. And it has no more radiation in it than, say, uh, water that's on a flight between New York and Los Angeles. Right. Because there is more radiation when You're, you travel. Okay. In that, the air. Yeah. All right. So yeah. if, if that's okay, then 10 times, 10,000 times greater is Well, and is also, what? When it, and I know that salt, they've poured salt water into the reactor yeah. in order to counter the, react, the nuclear reaction. Uh, in order to slow it down. So there may be, I don't know, I don't know, but it does say here water being released is about 100 times more radioactive than the legal limit. So if that's a... The, the legal, legal limit. The legal limit, 100 times more. So they should be arrested? <laughs> well, that'll I mean, be interesting to see. Yeah. Will anyone be it's, you, they arrested? They actually use the word legal in there? Yeah, it says legal limit. Uh, maybe this is a mistake in the way they wrote it, but that's what the it says. legal limit. Legal limit. Um, by the way, amidst all of this, Tokyo Electric Power proposed a new reactor. What does that say about Hiroshima? Well, they that, didn't have legal limits. Well, then, they got right? they got their lifetime of of radioactivity. No, I mean, as in far as legality goes, a I nanosecond. Don't, I don't, you know, as far as yeah dosages go is one thing, but legality. I don't. Yeah, I, that's a good point. I don't know if this was just the way it was written. If there is an actual, if you exceed the legal limit, are you then legally responsible? Is is, is the is the well, nu- that's the whole idea of legal. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just a safety issue. Yeah, Tokyo Electric Power is the the party responsible for the six reactors. Uh-huh. Uh, the question would be, is the has the law been passed in Japan where you cannot exceed yeah. this yeah. dosage of radioactivity? I, yeah. That would be a legal question. Yeah, and yeah. We'll, we will find out. I, I just don't haven't heard anything yet, and I, I think that I would assume that the, the, the Japanese government is waiting till all of this has settled down before they start assessing legal responsibility for what's happened. Um, well, someone real, wrote it down. That's my... Yeah. That's my gripe. Yeah, somebody did write it down. You're right about that. By the way, Tokyo Electric Power, the, the owners of the, the plants at Daiichi, um, are during right after the uh, – as the nuclear crisis was un, uh, continues to unfold, it was revealed that the owner of the stricken plant proposed building two new reactors mm-hmm. at uh, Fukushima just as the re- crisis was spiraling out of control late last month. The proposal submitted to local officials on March 26, two weeks after the massive tsunami caused the worst nuclear crisis in 25 years. The uh, Tokyo Electric proposed proposal was drawn up before uh, they say it was anyway. They proposed two more reactors. It was in the pipeline. It before was in the, pipe- the earthquake. Yeah, before all of it. 
Uh, they they said that it was drawn up before the disaster and the company officials forgot to withdraw it, which is probably a, a logical explanation. I can't imagine. It wouldn't be the best time for a company to make a proposal for For two, a, for two more plants yeah. at Daiichi. Um, there is a, this weird thing that's going on on the Ivory Coast. Uh, they've uh, they've uh, had an election, decided somebody else should be president, um, and apparently the guy who lost isn't so... He doesn't want to leave so much. Mm-mm. So he sort of has surrounded himself uh, in the capital um, of oh, – what's the capital? It's It begins with a D. Never mind. Anyway, thousands <laughs> – I'm sorry. I, I knew this. I had this uh, – anyway, thousands of people have died in the last week yeah. in the Ivory Coast. Uh, and and uh, the gentleman who uh, – Laurent hey, – well. Were they Bagbo? The Bagbo is is the one who doesn't want to leave. Were these of natural causes? Uh, no, they're no. not. They're In the not violent. They're violent. I mean, there's regarding been in, in the capital the of, and I can't find the capital unrest of. caused by yeah the man retaining uh, his power there. Uh, Aratara is the gentleman who won. He seems to think that he should be As- Alassane Atora Atar Tarda. God, I butchered that. Torta? I can't believe. Never mind. Let's get out of this one. You ought, uh, you ought to, uh, yeah, you know. I ought to actually read these before I go yeah, on the air. Yeah. No, I, I'd actually. Okay. It would help. Yeah, it would help. Yeah. yeah. In this case, I really had looked at this and it's read it. A but... Torah, right? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. He's the guy that really won. He won. And then yeah. the guy who didn't won. Alassane. He didn't want to let go. Yeah, Alassane Atarda. Now, does he have the military behind him? He has a few people behind him. He has several thousands Who's of the people. one that won't leave? Um, that would be uh, Bagbo. Bagbo, what a name. Yeah, Bagbo will not leave. So, uh, Bagbo, Bagbo. But it's just one of these where the UN is getting involved and th- and people can't leave their house. At least a thousand people have died, uh, et cetera, Have been cetera. killed. Have been killed, thank yeah. you, by uh, all this kind of craziness. Unrest. Let's go to let's go to domestic. I'm I'm bored with international stuff because I I can't read their names. What do you think? You don't gonna, have any more in international. Oh, I have a stuff? bunch. I'm going to go back to it, but I just I, I tend to I want to go to the stuff that's relevant. Rip uh, from today's headlines. Mm-hmm. Uh, budget budget crisis. Is it a crisis? There's a budget crisis. Nathan Callahan, is this a budget crisis? Uh, no. Okay. Democrats and Republican leaders claim they have made progress in the funding of the government, avoiding a federal shutdown. Uh, but let, let's let's set this up a little bit. There is no we we weren't able. The legislature was not able to agree on a budget for this fiscal year. Yeah, this the year we're in the one right one now. we're in right yeah. now. So as we get to these two, every two weeks now, the Congress has to have a essentially an emergency funding act. They yeah. have to they have to they have to pass it. They have and, to bail us out. And this will go on until sometime in. I think it's July is when the new fiscal budget is ready to go into play. So we haven't even gotten to next year's new budget. So this is going to go on every two weeks until July, if this is this is the pattern that the okay. Republicans want. And every two weeks now, they're proposing that if we don't – if the Democrats don't go along with their proposals for spending cuts and abortion issues uh, – Things that are attached to the budget. Yeah, think writers, they call them. Yeah. These essentially aren't essential. They're not a part of the financial aspect of the budget, but they have to do with kind of a political agenda. 
So the Republicans are essentially holding the budget hostage until the Democrats capitulate on crazy like defunding of parent, Planned Parenthood, mm-hmm. essentially completely and totally re- rewriting Medicare and Medicaid. Mm-hmm. Completely, totally, essentially uh, trashing Medicare. In, and in its place will be this kind of private leaf, um, a voucher, we'll get vouchers that will allow us to go and buy private insurance. That's essentially what they're proposing right mm-hmm. now. We're going to trash Medicare as we know it. We're going to give you a voucher, and you go out to the marketplace and let the marketplace decide what kind of a, uh, elder care you're going to get from moving forward. And the Democrats, of course, are saying, no, we're not going to throw out some th- uh, legislation, this social network, from the last 70 years. We're not going to throw out be over a, a two-week budget crisis. Um, and, this is, and this is where we sit. So what will they give up? Well, I, they've made cuts. Um, the Democrats have agreed to cuts in... Um, the Department of Homeland Security? No. Have they cut that? No. Hmm. Or how about maybe the Pentagon? Pentagon, they're such great guys. They've, they've agreed to like $40 billion in cuts, but that's not quite true. They've agreed to not take as much money in the future as they said they wanted. Yeah. They haven't, there's no really any cuts as such. So we continue to fund a military budget that's somewhere over $600 billion, not including veterans' benefits and the rest of it. So it's really closer to $750 billion a year. Mm-hmm. But instead, we're going to cut the, the the programs that affect the poorest, the youngest, and the oldest. Now, have you been to uh, Robert Greenwald's? What's his site? Oh, I know. I mean, uh, yeah, I know of Robert Greenwald. Online. Yeah. Robert Greenwald. I have not been to his I, site. I've, I've forgotten his, uh, well, you know, his, his, uh, where he creates motion pictures. I forget his company's name right now. You're the one with the computer in front of you. I am so. going to find out. Well, Is you it? don't need to. All right. Uh, he has a... Uh, and you go ahead. Why don't you do? Okay. B- put the cost of war in Afghanistan, Robert Greenwald, as a search term, um, as a little online calculator, so okay. you can determine how much of your income tax right is going toward the so, war in Afghanistan and military operations. Okay. And you put in your income, uh huh, and it tells you how much money you've spent. I've spent pretty close to $4,000. You have? Yeah. To support the war. Wow. I, well, then I, now, I, I, I don't think I've put that much money into my uh, health insurance. I might no. be crazy about that, but I don't think, I mean, I don't mean health insurance, but I mean uh, Medicare, mm-hmm. the government program for that. Right. right. Uh, I, I am willing to. Uh, to see what it would feel like to give up the oil over there. Yeah. And pay a little bit for uh, oil elsewhere. I don't. I, I understand that this is a, a, a matter of empire here. Yeah. And we don't want to give up our petroleum-based economy. Right. Yeah, I, this is... It and, is th- and that's what the war is about. Right. Uh, I, I would appreciate if that was uh, the issue rather than... Uh, a war against people that uh, don't like our freedoms, hate our freedoms. Yeah, we, they hate our freedoms, and that's why they're, yeah, okay. Or a war against terror. I'm just going to, I'm going to. Uh, I, I I would like that explained, and then we could get on with balancing budgets based on, on real needs. Mm-hmm. If we really need the petroleum mm-hmm. 
you know, if everybody in the U.S. decides that in order to exist, they really need their 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 CDs and their uh, their cell phones and everything else in the world that's yeah. made with the uh, the oh. oil. Okay, this the, is the pesticides that right. are used to produce the the food that we eat. The uh, you know, the subsidized corn, yeah, and sugar products. Then uh, that would be fine for me. But but to decide a budget when those matters don't come into play, right. and and that they're just uh, moralizing uh, Christian or whoever's ethics. And I don't mean Christian in a in the good sense. I mean the uh, this uh, narrowly constricted, constipated Republican conservative uh, evangelical it's not even Christian. It's, it's yeah, kind it's of this a, evangelical, it's a, it's apocalyptic, a, crazy fear based apocalyptic yeah, 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 religion yeah. that somehow got tangled up in in yeah. the the teachings of uh, of a what seems to me a pretty reasonable man. Yeah, Jesus of it does Nazareth. Seem, I, yeah, yeah. It does well. I paid just for the war in Afghanistan. Three thousand four hundred and six dollars this year. Wow, that's, that's now, just for this, Afghanistan. Uh, and where do you go to figure this out? You can go to rethinkafghanistan.com. Yeah, so you figure out how much you're paying into a war in, in Afghanistan. Figure out what that war is about, and don't fool yourself and say, "Well, it's about you know fighting for freedom." Well, here we are at home. Let's not worry about. You know the the freedom in Afghanistan right now when we we can't even uh, take care of our own selves here. Yeah. Oh man. It, and let's balance our budget. Maybe maybe we shouldn't. Maybe I should uh, maybe take a thousand. I'm willing for them to tax me as much. Just take peel off a thousand of the four thousand that I'm dumping into Afghanistan and, and pay for some of the uh, services and Medicare and the Medi-Cal. And medical is another; it's a state it's, issue, yeah, but, but still. But nevertheless, pay for the. Uh, uh, how about the infrastructure of the country? Wouldn't it be nice to uh, take care of some of the bridges and roads that are falling apart here, right. instead of? Uh, I don't know. It's, well, it's it's, it's all those. I know it is, I, this, and I can't. I can't really f- figure it out. If you're asking me, are we in a crisis? Well, the budget isn't the crisis. The crisis is how we allocate funds. Right. The budget now, is a symptom of a, of a, a greater a sort yeah. of sickness that we have. That, we're gonna, we, that we have plenty. We never, ever run out of money to wage war. Yeah. Never. It's never happened in this country. And yet we constantly run out of money to take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. And I, and I increasingly hold President Barack Obama responsible for this. Increasingly. In- Increasing, I'm really disgusted with this. this. Well, I, I think he's he, he was a generally good man, but he's uh, caught in a uh, and always has been caught in a in a system that requires corruption and and lying and uh, the support of things that are morally insane yeah <laughs> like like wars in afghanistan and he doesn't have the uh or and never had the propensity to go outside of that yeah he thought somehow you know it would be about you know if only he got elected things would be better yeah and of course it, yeah i i don't even know if he believed that 
I don't know if he, most politician, politicians really believe that. They, they just don't care. It's, it's more about their ego to get into office. They, in the back of their head, they're saying, well, we'll worry about correcting things when I'm in. And then when they're faced with the hard reality. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I agree with, yeah, I agree with that. I, I think so to blame him to me is silly. To get, I mean, I know I've said, well, I think, I said I think, nasty things about him to start the show, but nevertheless, no. to blame him is – if he had different circumstances around him, I think he'd be a fine leader. But he's he, nobody that gets to that position has the, the uh, strength to turn it around because you're inside the machine at that point. Yeah. Granted, I, okay, I agree. It's, it's this huge sort of mechanism, this these sort of – these corridors of power are lined with people who who have been leveraging the system to their own advantage for decades and one guy one administration walking in there is certainly not going to be able to turn it quote unquote turn it around but on one hand this guy had an opportunity in when faced with the this very significant economic crisis to rewrite the rules in a lot of different ways. I, I just think that given what I've heard, we've all heard from uh, Nobel Prize winning economists, there, was, there were ways we could have held the banks accountable. We could have allowed some things to happen that we didn't let happen. He could have changed the, the field of play in a way uh, that would have maybe affected some accountability on the part of the people who were responsible for what happened. But it didn't. Then he didn't, and now they make more money. They're bigger. These banks that are too big to fail are bigger than they ever were. Uh, the people who are were responsible are making more money, and and I see no accountability. I see no le- I see no vehicle, so mechanism to hold them accountable. It's gotten worse, and I'm just I, I just feel like, uh, you know, I don't I don't expect him to be Abraham Lincoln. But I do expect him to hold people accountable for and be responsible. And now, on top of everything else, he's committed the U.S. military to another war. Now, whether he should have done it, how he did it, all that kind of stuff, I'm not going to get into with a impeachable offense. But the fact is, once again, there's plenty of money to send military hardware and men and whatever into combat. And yet we cannot pay our school teachers. We can't pave our streets. We can't take care of the sick. This is crazy. This is getting crazier. The di- The difference between the richest and the poorest is now among the worst in the world. I, I, somebody's got to – somebody has to say stop. Well, you, you, that's the problem. Uh, you say somebody. Yeah, we do. We have to say stop. Yeah, and I mean everybody has to say stop, and it's not just one person. It's the circumstance too. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think uh, Obama is any less a man than Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Right. It's a circumstance of the situation that they were in and what allowed them to do what they had you know, and, and the opportunity. I don't think Obama was allowed to do. The things that I'm advocating. Yeah. And he might have been, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't think so. Assassination always plays a role. People act like 
you know, things like that aren't a threat and that there, it's some sort of conspiracy theory. Right. If, 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 if I say something like, you know, if Obama had really taken down Wall Street, I don't think he'd be alive. Yeah. But what other reason would you want to kill somebody? No. I mean, if the people kill other people for the smallest things, yeah. if you take down Wall Street, you are a target. Yeah. Your your life is in danger if right. if you you know if um, Kennedy found out his life was in danger I you know I'm not, I'm not saying yeah I know that, what you're you know maybe, maybe Lee Harvey Oswald no. did kill him but there are enough reasons to believe that a lot of people had reason to kill him right. and they would have killed him right would have that's, killed that's Kennedy. a given yeah you, that is true whether yeah. they did it or not there were plenty of people who wanted him dead yeah and and, he, and after all Barack's the first black president which is I mean if there's not a Exactly. You put yourself in those shoes. You look at the power structure around you and you make those calls and everybody acts all high and mighty like, well, I would never have done that. Well, that's crap. You don't you you just don't know what you would do in certain circumstances and you're shaped by the room that you're in. Right. And yeah, I, I, I agree. It's just that I used to think someone who dabbled in politics for a while i used to think that there were i really truly thought there were mechanisms in place to hold people accountable and i'll go back to watergate yeah whatever happened whether nixon got railroaded whether there was a conspiracy what all that the other stuff that yeah. that, that floats around around there was at least uh you know a, a congress that was holding the executive branch accountable there were people that were responsible adults who were trying to pursue some sense of justice. And then all of this stuff seemed to completely evaporate around Iran-Contra. There was another situation much more serious, much more serious in my mind than what happened in Watergate. And yet all of it became legal. All of it became... In Iran-Contra. The, in Iran-Contra. All the things that had happened in Watergate was it was a petty it was shoplifting compared to what happened in Iran-Contra. And yet it, it was at that point that everything seemed to shift in terms of how we held people accountable, who was accountable, why well, they were I accountable. Mean, you're saying exactly. I mean, you're arguing against yourself. It was easy to go after the plumbers. It's not as easy to go after uh, the, the structure okay. that, that yeah. the, uh, say, the CIA right. <laughs> and, right. and, uh, and Donald Rumsfeld and others had put together. Uh, including Oliver North right. and and the, the the power that Reagan Admiral had amassed, and, all these guys. Yeah, all, yeah. The, it's it, this the the stakes were much higher. And, it, and that's it's what really mattered, and that's why people didn't have the backbone then. Right. I don't think there was anything exceptional. But you, you talk, you, you make heroes out of the people uh, that brought Nixon to justice. It, that those were small potatoes. Well, I think they were was, doing their job. Whether they were heroes or not, I think. I mean, it was, they were doing it was, their job because they could do their job. Right. They couldn't do their job with Iran Contra. There's too much at stake. They would look bad if, if they had a president who was so low in popularity with Nixon. It was easy to take him down. On the other hand, when you have a president who had the popularity of Ronald Reagan. And the backing that Reagan had, it wasn't so easy anymore. They, there's a difference in the, in the circumstance. So yeah. you can't say, oh, everything changed. Nothing changed. It, the, the circumstance was different. Except that 
10 years later, yeah. Congress voted to impeach a guy for having sex, a sexual act in, 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 in the White House. Except that, that, that was easy. He was popular, but... Oh, yeah. I, I, but, but there was a reason you wanted to take him down. And you had the support on the in the Republican side. I think it's. I think really, it truly really is a matter of the power centers in in our society. Who is, Ed, and maybe this is what you're saying. It is. It matters who's being yeah, attacked well, who, for for and for what reason. For yeah. what reason? Because because if somebody would, I just give you the Watergate example. Somebody could say, "Well, look how easy it was to go after Bill Clinton." Bill Clinton's sin was that he wasn't he wasn't as enthusiastic about the support of of the power centers in this country as George Bush was. He yeah. was he was enthusiastic but he just wasn't as enthusiastic about it. Yeah. Which is just I mean it, it it's just I I tell you I I never but all I'm saying is if you if you use the reason that you know there was there was a minor break in in the democratic you know, uh, and they found out that yeah. Lawrence O'Brien who was the the, the, the Watergate Hotel. Yeah, that, that's one thing. If they found out that, that Bill Clinton is, is getting sex in the Oval Office, that's another thing. But if, if you find out that the whole system has been rigged to uh, uh, trade arms for hostages and, and set up an uh, oil state in, in the Middle East uh, at the expense of American lives, eh, you're not going to have a lot of people... Standing up and and uh, pointing out who's guilty about that, right. because they're afraid of their lives. They're afraid. <laughs> I mean, they they are afraid for their lives. And and that's the other thing I, that all of this, going back to this collapse of Wall Street and all and all, it increasingly feels uh, like it was a criminal enterprise yeah. from the start. So it, you asked me about the budget. Yeah. It, I'm just want to yeah. say this. Just one last thing. Okay. Increasingly, what passes for government feels increase more and more to me like a criminal enterprise. What passes for government policies yeah. just has this. As, I mean, I'm look, looking at Wall Street. After when all was said and done, they lined up and said, "We want our money first, not the people who were struggling to make." The mortgage that doesn't, that doesn't seem any different than any other time in history to me. It just seems more organized. It's organized crime. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't seem there's no difference between now and history where the the big players want what they want. It just seems it seems more seamless with what goes what passes for government now than it ever did before. Before that was kind of a clumsy, ham fisted. You could see you could kind of see well we can still see what's going on, but. No one is no one's saying, oh, by the way, over here, look, that, that's not right. We, you shouldn't be doing that. There are fewer and fewer voices of power. And they, you ask the American people, overwhelmingly, polls after polls show they want these people held accountable. This is the thing that's so frustrating on the war, on, oh, on, the on, poll. on uh, yeah, poll after poll. poll. Well, I'm just saying, overwhelmingly, the American people want these yeah, people brought I'm, to justice, and yet no one... It's not going to happen. Yeah, take a poll and ask how many people think they're going to heaven. Right. Yeah, I well, would I'm, say that what most I'm, people think they do, even though one doesn't exist. Well, so well, what is that? Polls are a bunch of crap as far as I'm concerned. Because people will, will say not what they would do, but what they think they believe based on what they feel they've been told about themselves. Well, they haven't been told. They, they, what, no, who's no, been no, telling no, them I'm, that these I'm people gonna, are accountable? I want to hold people accountable. Sure. Do you want to hold people accountable for doing something wrong? Yeah. 
do you want to give up your entire lifestyle in a, a petroleum-based economy so that you can send somebody to sit in prison for 20 years uh, about something that's already passed? And, and that's what you're talking about in no, a lot of these no, cases. No, because you're, you're talking about punishment for, for things that have that's already happened that would really throw the system that everybody's living in out of kilter. The people have to want to give up the system they're living in, this whole economic system we're living in right now for any change to happen. If, if you want to live in the system we're living in, this government and this you know corruption that you're talking about, it's, that's just what's going to be. That's, that's the price yeah. we pay? Yeah. I'm telling you, increasingly, maybe not to the point of armed insurrection, but increasingly, the lifestyle that you're describing is becoming increasingly less accessible to people. Yeah. When they can't put their kids in school, when they literally can't afford to, to pay doctors and medical expenses, there is an increasing, I, I, honestly, there is a growing sentiment, sentiment among people that they are not going to have the opportunity that their mom and dad did, that they will not be able to make the kind of money. Kids are graduating from, from schools, from major colleges, with no job opportunities. Well, yeah, over, over time, this, this may change. This might have the impact that you're talking about. But I'm not talking about those concerns. I'm talking about, you know, our, everyone has a car. Everyone has a big screen TV. Everyone not only has a big screen TV, they probably have three TVs and TVs and five and phones. And Netflix and cable. And, uh -huh. and Netflix and cable and, and all the plastics that go into producing this sort of economy. And the plastics are what drive our wars in Afghanistan. So <laughs> somebody's got to bring the, the – no, no, given, okay. given the demand, this is and that's part of our problem. Th we demand this. Somebody else supplies it. If they have to do something illegal to supply it, they will. And, and that runs all the way into Wall Street too. If, if, we, if we say we live in an ownership society yeah. and, we, and we have to own a home – then they're going to rig the system. Wall Street's going to rig the system so people can afford, and I'm using that very term very loosely, afford a home. And then it all blows apart. And, and of course, we say we, we, want, we want to make those people who were rich, uh, we want to punish them. Every and and that's, that's not going to happen okay. because they're the ones that are holding this system that we really support together. If we don't support that system, if we say, you know... I don't really need a home. I really don't need this big screen TV and this car. I don't, I don't need to you know, eat at McDonald's. I don't need to eat any food that was shipped from Mexico. The whole system's going to start collapsing and we're going to go through some tough time. But that's what it's going to take for us to, to stop blaming, <laughs> stop having a big target like Wall Street and the oil producers, and, and start having uh, a, a, a healthier society. I don't, again, every economic crisis we go through, I don't know, going back to the 80s, yeah. every time we have one of these, yeah. when we come out on the other side, the disparity between who the haves and the have-nots gets greater and greater. Yeah. It's just widening, and it has been widening for 30, 35 years now. I, I'll go back to, we've talked about this before, I'll go back to, people don't care about petroleum. 
They care that they can start up their cars and drive. No one, there's no constituency for petroleum in this country. There, there is yeah, a constituency because, because it's for, for yeah, it's energy. It's a constituency of ignorance. Constituency of ignorance. They think somehow, just like water comes out of a tap and yeah. it doesn't come from the, from the ice pack, yeah. that, you know, the car starts by miracle in the morning. Right. It's, it's not there because we sent... 16 billion dollars to Afghanistan to protect a pipeline and and it cost American lives to be able to start this car. Right. The great thing about America after World War II and into let's say the 80s was that politics didn't matter to most people. Yeah. The great thing was we were uh, we were wealthy with resources and money beyond any in our imagination, right? The, the, our country was, the economy and everything else. Politics didn't matter to people because they could go to school, they, could, they had a job, they had all the things that they needed to get through. Increasingly, increasingly, politics matters to people because they don't have those things and the prospect that they're going to get those things is becoming dimmer and dimmer. So now it matters and the problem is they don't know crap about politics. They have been willfully ignorant for so long. They have they have abrogated their citizenship and their responsibility to know these things. And now they're waking up, and they're all what they're hearing is, it's people who are getting abortions and, and gay people who are getting married is the problem. Yeah. And 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 those guys on Wall Street, who are they? Who's accountable? Nobody's accountable. This is a budget so, discussion, huh? All I'm saying is, we're, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just I just have this sense that people are. It, it politics now matter yeah. because now maybe they won't be able to send their kid to a, the school that they want to, and maybe they won't be able to pay for their health care. Maybe they won't, and now it matters. And they're waking up in an era when when there's virtually no civic discussion about these things. And uh, I just we could we could go on and on. I um, and that's the news. That's the news. Are you done? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Well, you have more stuff. Of course, I have more stuff. But I have a feeling you have a bon. I, 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 you have a bon mont that we will uh, we will we will put in our mouths and let's and savor. How's savor. It? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll work I don't, on it. All right. I'll work on all it. Right. Here. Yeah, you got something? Play, no. Okay. 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 One more. Place. Okay. One more one thing. More let's place. go. Thing. Let's go. Yeah. Like, yeah. This one right oh, there. the one in Wisconsin, and I was—I was, I was going to do the research on this. Yeah. Uh, I just have to get this out. There was an election in Wisconsin. Oh was yeah, Scott Walker, and you and know, do, his, do, you, the, do you hear about the latest development? The Supreme Court. This, yeah, uh, there yeah, was yeah. A, yeah. The, There was an election for a spot on the. This Wisconsin's. is important because it deals with the uh, the unions yeah. and, and all that's been going on in Madison, Wisconsin. Right, and and uh, a conservative versus a underdog. Right. Uh, Progressive, yeah. who would uh, favor the unions? Well, this underdog progressive was way back in the polls, right? Until, until all this unrest happens in Madison, Wisconsin, and and people do wake up and realize, hey, they're they're saying that that unions can no longer even negotiate collective well, bargaining. Yeah, no. collective bargaining is out out of the picture. Well, at that point, the uh, progressive judge in is is starting to gain approval. Until the election comes along, and he actually—it appears she, that he—she, she, sorry about that—she wins uh, a very small majority. That's right. Okay. This is a. Her name was. Uh, she was the assistant attorney general, Joanne Kloppenberg, uh-huh. and she edged out the 
incumbent Republican-backed Supreme Court justice, which to nobody votes in those elections. Yeah. Who the hell knows who the Supreme... edge out an incumbent uh, judge is pretty much unheard of. David Prosner, uh, by just 204 votes, now, of yeah. course he was going to ask for a recall, but all of a sudden... A recount. Sorry. Yeah. Recount. And, and so this was as of two days ago. Election results showed her ahead. Yeah. By 204 votes, yeah. not a lot, but she was still, <laughs> but she was ahead. Yep. And then yesterday, this woman, Kathy Nicholas, uh-huh. who happens to be a Republican committee member and has been involved in multiple scandals within Wisconsin regarding yeah. all kinds of voter fraud or voter, just all kinds of weirdness, says, oh, wait a minute, I'm in charge of the county voting in this particular county. Oh, and by the way, we misstated the vote total in our county, and they flipped the totals. Yeah. Yeah, and and now and the now conservative Prosner is, is winning. Is Prosner is, is ahead. Yeah. And now people are, are this is yeah. a what the F moment. Uh, so a lot of people, because she has been involved in other cases where, in fact, she got immunity from prosecution when they were going after a bunch of Republicans for corruption not too long ago. Yeah. So she has all kinds of history here. Yeah. So this may be quite a, this is quite a story. Uh, and this is the first election since Scott Walker imposed these, these uh, new, this new legislation on, on unions. So this is a real bellwether for what's going to happen in the future. So I yeah. just wanted to ma- That's mention. That's something to follow. That's Kathy something Nicholas, truly to yeah, follow yeah. because. Uh, I, this is the, yeah, this is yeah. a. <laughs> that I would imagine that the organization uh, that was behind yeah. uh, a, a lot of the, uh, the protests, peaceful protests. Peaceful protests. In Madison, Wisconsin. The, the, uh, they're they're going to uh, not take this lightly. No. No, no I, don't I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, a Texas prosecutor promised leniency in dealing with Willie Nelson's latest address, uh, arrest. Wait, oh, I want to take a guess what uh, let was, me think. was uh, arrested uh, for. Playing a really old guitar badly? Was no. It no. Okay. All right. Uh, could it have something to do with a personal habit of his? Yes. yes personal yes, behavior. Be uh, personal mm, behavior. Let me think about this. Mm. He refused to cut his hair or color his hair or mm, no did they take any hair follicles no and this uh in this <laughs> no. okay all right I, they I would, could have taken hair yeah, follicles and have. probably proven a lot but they, they could have smoked a hair follicle to. yeah <laughs> <laughs> now actually willie's latest arrest was for marijuana huh. possession Thanks. but the prosecutor pr- prosecutor said um, you can bet your ass i'm not going to be mean to willie nelson there you go that's what he said this was Hudspeth County Attorney C.R. Kit Bramblett who said this. Bramblett's plea offer includes a $100 fine and for Nelson to sing him Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. <laughs>